Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the world famous Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the closer, Chris Ventra. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, coming up on the program, we start to break down and recap the snooze fest that was Super Bowl 53. Shout out to the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Mr. Kraft, that whole crew, all their fans on another championship journey. I'm also in a uh, NFFC trendsetters draft is underway. At the fourth pick in that draft, let you know which way I went. Let you think, uh, also get some opinions on how the draft would go and what I want to do in round number two when the boy comes back around to me. Fantasy Tash, Jim Day, what's good with you? Ooh, I'm not exactly sure, Corey. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Tough one, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it wasn't my type of game, but at least it was, you know, suspenseful to the end. Uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather have a game like we had last night than – Let's say the San Francisco 55, what, 10, 55, 10 over Denver. Yeah. You know, blowout's no fun either. At least, you know, there was some chance of hope in this game throughout. So it is what it was. The, the only good thing is, that, you know, I, I did probably had my best betting week of the year. <laughs> nice, That was Jim. good. So you was on the Patriots, huh? No, no. I I, I didn't bet the, the uh, game at all, oh, basically. Uh, the props in the under hit good for me. I hit seven out of my ten props, and good I hit job. the under. Nice job. What's going nice. on with you, Ventra? What up? What up? It's your boy, Hangover Monday. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to kill my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I turned around, that boy had a shot in his hand. Said, here, Uncle Jim. Here, Uncle Jim. Yeah. A shot for what? Jack Daniels. Oh, but but a shot for what? They didn't score. No, it didn't matter. He was just handing me shots. Oh, all right. <laughs> my kind Usually of, we do shots for every, you know, my kind of kid. touchdown or something. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Listen, I know I'm a defensive guy, but, like, I love defensive football. These aren't defensive teams. Now, the Rams play great defense. Patriots play Ben, but don't break. But it was more just sloppy, sloppy quarterback play. That's no, all it I wasn't. See, no, to, That's I totally what I disagree saw. with that. Quarterback play was bad. Don't get me bad. wrong. But it wasn't because they were sloppy. It was because they got the defensive coordinators did such a great job of, of they did you know creating you know different looks that they hadn't seen yet. So they didn't know whether they were going up against man, whether they were going up against uh, a zone. Almost every play, you could just see the confusion on both quarterbacks' faces. The defensive coordinators, to me, should be the MVPs of this game because they both called great well, games. Okay, they did call great games, and I'll give credit where credit's due. The defensive scheme was good, but you're talking about Brady, who should figure it out eventually. It took him way too long to figure that out. And then you're talking about Goff, who just looked completely lost. He looked like what I he told you he looked completely was. lost. He's he not. Like he was 24 years old. Uh -oh. He was on the biggest stage. <laughs> and sure, the, def kid. the 
I'm not making excuses. The defense just definitely confused him. And you can see it as the game wore on. He didn't have any clue what was going on. He was staring down his receivers, doing all those things a young quarterback will do. Will he be in this game again? Absolutely. Bet you next yeah, time yeah. he doesn't oh, do it. Wow. But I, I, I heard Dan Marino said the same thing. You can't say that he's going to be in that game again. You cannot. He, he might. I you absolutely say will say that he will be there. No, again. The, only wow. re- the only reason why I'm going to say it, I'm on. I'm leaning on Corey's side here, man. Uh, Goff, I don't right now. He was horrible. Is not. He's a bus driver. I think he's a sum oh, of his parts. Stop with that. Tom Dude. Brady's a bus driver. That's what they. Everybody plays in the system. You but play Tom Brady, Tom Brady's clutch and makes big plays. You know and what I mean? You're right. That's why people consider him the greatest of all time. You're going to compare this kid to him? No, I'm not. You brought well, Brady up. Like you you brought Brady up. I didn't bring Brady up. I'm bringing up Goff. The fact that I think the team is great. The coaching's great. Running okay, back's wait, great. So wait, 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 wait. Let's take a step back. Goff didn't play a great game. I'm not going to even justify it by saying he was even close. I get that. He got stymied by a good defensive coordinator who threw all kinds of wrinkles at him he never saw before. But the fact of the matter is, they did the same thing to Tom Brady, who's been here so many times before, done this so often. Yeah, Tom Brady that made plays the, when he The had fact to. that they made Tom Brady do that, Tom and Brady you're questioning what they did to golf to me is crazy. And no, no there's stop, a big difference. Stop taking up for golf. This yeah. is ridiculous at this point. There's a big difference here. Oh, First of on, all, the kid's 24 freaking years old. I don't old, care how old he is. He's a grown man playing football. He wasn't 24 years old, and everybody was kissing his ass, talking about how he good he was. Jack Prescott. Beat that Prescott. What did that do for him? Nothing. Dallas was watching the game like we were. Yeah, so was the Giants. They was watching since September. Since week four. Yeah. yeah. But basically, no, but listen, Goff, listen, I know he's young, and he could definitely correct it. He could definitely grow, but I just, right now, looks very lost and not the guy that you want taking you to a ship. He does not look what, like that guy. I totally guy. disagree with that. He'll be there again. But I, I'll tell you what, more of the blame for me falls on McFay's shoulders because, I mean, his play calling was pedestrian at best. Um, it looked to me like yeah. he was just as confused as Goff was. The play calling was pedestrian yeah. because he knew his quarterback couldn't handle the load. Oh, stop. He knew his quarterback yeah, was okay, not ready to handle the load. If quarterback can't handle it, then he give the ball to Gurley 25 freaking times. He didn't do that either. Gurley's I hurt, and, and, and they stopped the run. It's very similar uh, to what the Broncos did to Cam Newton. The Broncos made Cam Newton throw the football because they knew that was going to make it easier to beat them. The Patriots made the golf throw the football because they knew it would be easy to beat yeah. him. They knew exactly what how they knew exactly how to confuse golf. They knew exactly how to get him out of his game, off his spots. Golf has looked like this several times this season. The Bears. Now they always tend to figure it out, figure it out at the second half. That's what they do. They figure it out. Like they, they make adjustments. The yeah, like they did against the Saints. Couldn't do that this time. In his last eight games, he has seven touchdowns and eight interceptions. Son turned into himself down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, man. I, I, he don't look like the quarterback you want riding you to a championship when it's on his shoulders. I'm not, I'm not saying it can't get better. I just yeah. saying, I, I, I told y'all what this dude was. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick was okay, not no, losing no, this no, guy. I'm just tired of hearing you bullshit about but this. <laughs> here's one thing, though. Girl, the biggest mistake I think McVeigh made, I know you're saying girl, he's banged up or whatever, but he's in the game. He's part of the game plan. If he was really hurt, he shouldn't have played at all. And if he's playing, they got to use him more. Using C.J. Anderson so much was not the right way to go, I don't think. Golf is, uh, Gurley's hurt. They're never going to tell you, but Gurley was hurt. Maybe. It, 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 it's no other excuse for what happened. You just don't go from 
player of the offensive player of the year to uh, 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 the, 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 the backside of a timeshare in, tw- in a 12-month span if you're healthy. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But for C.J. Anderson, who's 478 pounds. <laughs> I mean, he was playing well in the playoffs before that, but listen, the Patriots stopped the run. you got to give credit to, obviously, the Patriots and the coaching staff. You have to, but at the same time, it was easy for them because Goff was not. He, he was all over the place. There, there was guys open. Dude, there was guys open. There wasn't anything easy about it. They fought for this game right through the freaking end. There wasn't anything Until easy. Until through that side. interception. But they, their offense was anemic. was awful. They could have won this game 3 nothing. realistically. 6-3. They could have won. The, I mean, they could have won this game so easily. They just couldn't put up the points. Because you know what? The Rams defense has a lot of talent. You saw Sue. You saw Fowler. You saw these guys get in and get pressure. You saw Tlaib make plays. Marcus Peters make plays. Philippe did give up a lot of ground to Julian Edelman, of course. But, I mean, they have a much better defense, the Rams, on paper. So they Philippe should be. wasn't on Edelman most of the time. Sometimes he got, burnt, he got beat by Edelman. I saw him get beat a couple times by Edelman. But, a couple times he did, sure. Yeah. So my thing is, the Rams' defense, talent-wise, is much better than the Patriots' defense. So they should be stopping the Patriots a little bit. But there's no excuse for Goff to play this pedestrian Patriots defense all season, this Ben break defense, to not put up a touchdown. One touchdown, even. It's just, it was a pathetic showing by the Rams. A team that scores 32 points a game in the regular season, there's something wrong. No, with it has, has nothing to do with the fact that Brandon Cooks drops what could have been two touchdown passes. No. Brandon Cooks was 8 for 120. Eight, I don't Cooks care what amazing. his final numbers were. He dropped two would-be touchdown passes. Yeah, uh, it was kind of deflected. You're covered. If they don't score a touchdown, this guy doesn't catch him, and you're not blaming him. That was good. Listen, he was Eight covered. for 120. He was covered on those uh, plays. Or you'd, you'd say the same crap all the time. It's the truth. He was 8 for 120. Yeah. You I, blame I, him for losing the game. Right. He was 8 you're for 120. It's not Cook's fault. It's not Cook's fault. No, absolutely not. It's he dropped, dropped, the, dropped the touchdown passes. No fault to him. Absolutely. No, he didn't drop it. It was defended. Yep, yep. For the most part. He was draped. He's, he's, not, uh, yeah. he's not answering you. <laughs> he's being, now that's what he's doing. He's taking his ball and he's going home. Night, when we go to commercial break, he's going to turn the stream off. <laughs> Listen, I think Goff could be good in the future. I'm not bashing Goff. He just didn't look good. He just didn't look good. Jim? He's gone. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, Jim, when you if you decide to come back to us, I would like to ask you what is your thoughts on Todd Gurley? What's going on with that situation? I have no freaking clue, Corey. But I tell you the truth, I don't. You know, everybody. He even came, come, keeps coming out and says it's not the knee, it's not the knee, it's not the knee. Well, then if it's not the freaking knee, where the hell are you? Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. We'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. You know? Yeah, nah. I, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. The offseason, excuse me, when, when, uh, when it comes to Jared Goff. So there goes that. I mean, excuse me, when it comes to, to, to Todd Gurley. So there goes that right there with Mr. Gurley. I'll tell you what. I won't draft him first overall, though, next year. Uh, I wouldn't do that either. I'm in the draft right now. I'll go Barkley. And he did not go first, obviously. And CMC. Uh, Saquon Barkley was the first pick. I'll get to the draft that I'm doing right now. A little bit later on, we'll do, get doing a mock into that. Next. It's nice. No, NFFC trendsetters. This is hot. It's live. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh huh. Early. Okay. Yeah. Started uh, last night. I like it. Started last night. Yeah. yeah, we did. We did good in this one last year. We came in third place in this one last year. Nice. So hopefully we can uh, pull something out of it uh, two years in a row. 
and we go back to back with that one. Um, as far as the rest of the game goes, uh, Jim Brian Flores is the name that is like, wow, this guy did a hell of a job, and he's going to Miami. and now he's going to Miami to be the head coach. What do you think about uh, Flores and the job he did? Well, look, dude, Belichick said that Flores was actually going to get the call of plays uh, in last night's game, and, and if that's the fact, and if he did, he did a hell of a job. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Goff had no idea what he was looking at time after time, and deep, you know, defensive players were exactly where he didn't think they'd be every time. So uh, he did a great job if he called the plays. But obviously, a lot of people think very highly of him. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about the man himself except what he does in uh, in New England. But, you know, even in New England, Belichick gets most of the, the kudos. You know, you don't really expect Flores to be that big, guy behind it but starting to sound like he was so should be interesting what he can do in Miami yeah and Miami has a defense to work with uh, yeah they definitely got some good players yeah, they Xavier players. Howard you know they definitely got some names they could be a decent D there you go right there um that's basically I wish we had more to talk about but that's kind of like it for this football game it was yeah I'll be honest with you mm-hmm like, at the end of the first half, I wanted to take a nap. Yeah. Like, when the BFFs are on. You were dancing your ass off. <laughs> like, 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 when the BFFs are on. Like, I don't know what was more nap-worthy, the first half of the Super Bowl or the BFFs. Like, what would put you to sleep harder? B, the, the first half of the Super Bowl or BFFs talking about their favorite cartoon shows? Or just the BFFs in general. <laughs> uh. Hey, Corey, all I know is I remember watching, watching you guys last night. At some point, I, I watched them. Halftime show, you were up there dancing your butt off. Halftime show, we had to save it. We had to save it. So me, Gabe, Cam, and Yang, we did the halftime show live from Studio 34. It's right there on the YouTube page right now, on FNTSY YouTube page. I also tweeted it out last night. And I actually got people telling me like that we should be the Super Bowl Entertainment next year. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be better than Maroon 5. Now, here's the thing. I was very winded. (laughs) <laughs> I was. I, didn't, I took my shirt off at one point. <laughs> Did you? Know Did you? I mean? Yeah, son. We had a good time. You know what I'm saying? Did you have like a wife beater on? Yeah, yeah no. I had. Okay. A, I had an undershirt on. I didn't take. I didn't go full. When Adam Levine took your shirt off, my sweater came off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got into it. You know what I mean? I'm a man of the people. Yeah. I knew that this halftime show wasn't good. I knew that the game was lagging. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let me entertain. Let me entertain the people. You, you know what I'm saying? He was, he, was, he was rubbing his belly like a genie was coming out. Rubbing my belly, the whole thing. <laughs> smacking it, the whole thing. Good times in Studio nice. 34. You know what I'm saying? I did want to say this. It, it wasn't a big part of the game, but it could have been. Early in the game, remember that call, that penalty on third and long when um, I forgot who it was that hit the running back out of the backfield? That was a terrible call. That was one of the worst calls. And then they said it was because... He wasn't getting set up to be a runner. Oh, yeah. So you're yeah, telling... Let's, let's give him time to make more yards. Right, right. So you basically, <laughs> ref, what you're telling me is the defender has to wait till, the, till the, the guy receiving the ball is ready for the tackle? Now... That's an embarrassment. The next drive, the Patriots had a hit on a defenseless receiver. No and they didn't flag. call it. They didn't call it. Nah, I hate to how about me. How about when they nailed Goff going out of bounds? Yeah, they won the one. How do you call out That's you, you, Brady. That's called every day. Oh, if that was Brady, if that was Brady, he might get thrown out the game. <laughs> but golf, you're right, Jim. Golf was nailed, hit going out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I hate to be the guy that complain about the referees, though. 
I thought I thought yesterday's game was uh, pretty well officiated. I really don't have no beef with it's that. It's not the refs. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not complaining about the refs. These are just certain calls that just happened. No, 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 no. I don't know how you don't call that one as well. It's up. not the refs as much as it is the rules. The rules need to change. You can't do this. That was a normal clean hit on the guy. How I, I know it hit it was helmet to helmet, but the guy's smaller than you and he was crouched. How was he not supposed to do helmet to helmet? It wasn't a vicious. Well, you come in hit. with your shoulder, not your helmet. That's the idea. Well, he was already <laughs> running in and he was high. So it's hard for him to get low at that point. Now he wasn't trying to go headhunting or anything like that. But No, I, I agree with you. It was, it, I totally agree the with you. Rules bad need call, to change. I'm not blaming the calls on anything. It was <laughs> Yeah. If the rules don't change, we're on our way to flag football. We're on our way to flag football in like six years, eight years. I don't know. 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved. You want to recap, react, anything that uh, about yesterday's Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, how, how do we uh, – did, I didn't get to see uh, the NFL honors. I know Pat Mahomes won the MVP. Yep. Anything else stood out? Barkley. Won they the call him Barkley won the rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. That was even money last week. Crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, that was – yeah. Guaranteed. That was even money? Yeah. Oh, my God. I even missed money that last week. Well, Baker Mayfield had became the favorite. There you go right there. Telephone lines over. When I come back, I'll, I'll cue you in on some of the first picks of this NFFC trendsetters draft that's going on right now. Some interesting names at the top of the board. Some interesting names as we head through into the second round. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called The IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Bring this! Make it rain. The real MVP showed up after the game. Tracy Wilson, the CBS. Oh, fighting through the crowd. Bless her, really, honestly. I don't know what the deal was. Once Tom Brady kneeled, every reporter known to mankind apparently bum-rushed him. And Tracy Wilson was maybe about 5'2". She was getting (laughs) destroyed. And she finally ended up getting the interview. Hats off to Tracy Wilson. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Fancy football frenzy live and on deck. Studio thirty four, Midtown Manhattan. Don't forget. Uh, I, I, I forgot what to the 
Don't forget, I forgot. <laughs> Don't forget what? I forgot, son. <laughs> there you go right there. You got an update on the boxes, Ventra? Yeah, so the boxes last night. Only two numbers came out throughout the whole game. Zero Crazy. and three. So you had, you know, zero, zero in the first quarter. That was to Lance Davis wins the first quarter. Shout out to LD. Yeah, LD. 15 bucks for him. Guess who won? Our very own Jim Day won the halftime. Ah, I got half. Nice. Yeah. Three nothing. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't look at the balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three nothing. You got halftime, so that's 30 beans nice. for you. Uh, and then the same person won third quarter and fourth quarter because both ended 3-3. Three, three. Uh, that's Mr. P, who is currently not in the chat, so I don't know if he knows, but uh, he won third quarter and fourth quarter, which means he won, I believe, $55. Nice. That's a nice, nice, nice little payday off, you know, dollar boxes. Um, before I get into this draft thing right here, I remember a couple of weeks ago when there were stories coming out about Carson Wentz and what was going on in Philadelphia behind the scenes? Yes. Yeah, everybody's saying that he was a prima donna, pain in the ass type of thing, and yeah. Well, and now it's coming out that um, Carson Wentz actually really isn't a, a good teammate or really? a good guy, and that he's uh, and that he um, more or less, Wentz kind of said, you know what, that he could have been a better teammate this year. Did he? And there's a reports that the the Eagles plan on giving Nick Foles the franchise tag. Oh yes, I heard this. I don't like it, but I heard it. So they plan on keeping both of these quarterbacks, huh? Yeah. No, no. They're, I, well, they're still trying to – there must be a different thing involved because they're, they're looking to control where he goes. They don't want him to go off as a, just an outright free agent because they are worried that he signs with someone like the Giants or Washington. And they absolutely don't want him, uh, especially in the NFC East – but probably more likely not even in the NFC. They want to control where he goes, where they can trade him, move him into that AFC. Because let's face it, after these past two years, they don't want to have to face him during the season and have him beat their guy Wentz because that's really just going to make those uh, fans crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, Again, we're talking Philly fans. They're a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> animal yeah. is the correct word, Yes, too. it is. <laughs> so basically, he's kind of not admitting to... to being a bad teammate, Wentz, but Wentz is saying, well, you know, yeah, some of the plays that Foles ran, I wasn't comfortable running, wasn't trying to bully the OC, you know, we talk every day, but you know I have my ways, I like my different plays, my guys and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting to see how this situation with the Philadelphia Eagles play out. Hold on one second, Joe. Well, they definitely can't afford to keep both. They don't have the cap space to keep Foles at that kind of contract and keep Wentz right. and then make any kind of moves whatsoever outside of that. So they can't afford to keep Foles. Yeah. This is just them trying to com- control where he goes. Right. I just kind of feel like it's a waste of a franchise tag. You know? Well, only if you weren't going to use it well, with anybody else. else Remember, yeah, I mean, it's not like every team uses a franchise tag every year. Why not? them a lot of money. It do- oh, well, yeah. I guess that's true. You need to have a player that's really good that still is trying to prove themselves. Yeah. Um, There's but, nobody on that team that, that, that is really of a franchise tag, probably except Nick Foles at this point. And then you can't, like, what about you somebody on, get that, on that defensive line? Or nobody. Something. No, it's, no it's, it's just the Eagles, son. It's a fraud. <laughs> it's a fraud. It's a fraud. <laughs> they had a pretty damn good day, I mean, for two years running. Yeah, they got a Super Bowl. They got lucky and won a championship. That's about it. I'm not tripping off of them. <laughs> So, NFFC trendsetters draft. First pick of the draft, 
Saquon Beasley. Saquon Barkley. Jim, are we going to have a situation where Saquon Barkley is going to be a consensus overall number one pick? I don't think so. Really? You uh, think he'll mix I, it up? Hey, look, if it's me, I, I know I don't even pick him every time if I had the first pick overall. I, I know I wouldn't. Um, you know, uh, unless we hear something totally crazy, Gurley's still going to be in that mix. Uh, you know, although now we, we may start to get value on Gurley as people start to worry about him. So who knows there? But as far as I'm concerned, Elliot is absolutely still in that conversation. Look what he did just getting the ball passed to him basically half the year. What if, if that's the full number? We're looking at another running back who's getting the ball 100 times in the past and still, you know, 300 times rushing the ball. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, Elliott is absolutely still in that mix. So so if you did 10 drafts and you had the first pick in every one, you would switch it up? Like, I might go Saquon 8 out of 10. I'm not even joking around. No, I, I would switch it up. I, I would definitely switch it up. It would be a lot closer to 5-5. Five, five and, you know, like I said, Gurley might slip into that a little bit. CMC might slip into yeah. that a little bit. You know, it it is about diversity. I, I I, I, one thing I learned from 2018 is I got to get away from my biases, the guys that I really like that, you know, I can't have all the time. Yeah, like a Mike Williams. You Those can't guys have too much. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not even talking to him about him. I mean, I, you know, this Gold year Carter, I like him. Yeah. Jarvis Landry killed me. Uh, I mean, Fitzgerald killed me. Yeah. Uh, Lynch killed me because he got hurt. You can't lock uh, your teeth I into killed, these guys. Right. What? You can't lock your teeth into these guys. You can't get them right. too much. And that's but, it. So diversity is going to be the name of the game for me in 2019. Right, right. No, I'm I make sure I have a piece of everything. I understand that in a draft, but like I'm talking about when you're talking one one, I think you uh, don't have to you, be one, so one, diverse. Four guys for me that I yeah. would think of. Yeah, Barkley and, and, and CMC are my two favorites. Right, let's go through the rest of this list and see if we hit the same four. Jim are thinking of the second pick in the draft. Our buddy Billy Waz takes Ezekiel Elliott. So there you go, right there. That's two. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Jim, that's one of the guys you mentioned. The third pick in the draft. CMC. I would expect nothing, nothing less from Waz. <laughs> one Waz of the toughest guys cat. I've ever played. No with. doubt. Oh, the third pick in the draft goes Todd Gurley. Mm. Steal at four, then. I had the fourth pick in the draft. Don't, don't, go, don't tell me that you didn't go the Devante route. You were supposed Adams. to go. There was an open door for you. Saying here, Devante come here. Adams. And you didn't do it. Let me bet. Huh? You didn't You didn't take that huge opportunity, did I you? I did not take Devontae Adams. I know you didn't take Adams. Did you take CMC? I took Christian Good McCaffrey. Job. Good job. Okay. That's the I, right play. Nobody can fault you for that. Yeah. Is that the four right there, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. I think absolutely. Alvin Kamara right on the heels of them, too. So, you know, I, I, there's plenty of people out there make a case for Kamara, especially if they think Ingram's gone. I like Kamara, too, yeah. So... After we make our first round pick, I text my I text my partner. This is a fourteen team PPR. I told mm-hmm. him, told him who I wanted to be there when I when we, when he comes back. Right. Right. He said, "Oh no, that's too early." I said, "Nah, if he's there, let's do it." He said, "Nah, I think that's too early." The end of the second, we're talking here. Uh, end of the second. So at pick five, Alvin Kamara goes off the board. Yeah. So that seems to be a the pretty standard. solid standard top five. Mm-hmm. Pick number six was Melvin Gordon. Jim, at what point would you have have jumped in for Devontae Adams? Uh, Probably right after Gordon. Uh, You know, I don't have a problem. After Gordon, not before Gordon. Yeah, again, it would probably go both ways. Um, You know, 
We've talked about this before. Devontae Adams is going to be my number one wide receiver off the board for me next year. Um, if that's the case, and you know, there'd be one some leagues where I'd take Devontae Adams first, other leagues where I would take Gordon first. All right, so NFFC trendsetters, it goes in phases. Okay. So you have phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. After phase one, we stand down for three weeks. Okay. No picks for three weeks. We see what kind of news comes out, yada, 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 combine, this, that, and the third. So this first six rounds. Is phase one? It's phase one. Six rounds. That's a lot of rounds for phase one, it sounds like. These, these guys almost threw this thing now. <laughs> I'm serious. Everybody, on top of it. All right, so here we go. I come, now the thing is all messed up. Okay, here we go. Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, pick number seven, Ventura, Le'Veon Bell. Mm. I don't know where he's going to play. I can't pick him. Right. I understand the upside in Bell at this late in the draft, but at this point, I don't know where he's going to play. I don't know what office he's going to be mm-hmm. in, and I can't really take that risk. I think he's one of the most interesting picks I in like agree. the first, second round, because like we saw Dane Martinez in a recent mock draft take him too. Yeah. You might, some people might take him seven. There might be drafts where he goes, you know, out of the first round, right? Mm-hmm. He drops out. But, like, he's going to play somewhere, I would assume. We would assume. Right? And if he plays anywhere, anywhere but he's going to produce. Yeah. I think we can say that it would be safely said to be any other, other 31 teams besides but, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the other, yeah, 29, 29 teams? 31. Well, you do hear that they're trying teams? to, uh, they, they may put the transition tag on him now. Because they're trying to control where he goes as He'll well. He'll sit out again. Or they'll just do it to move him. You're right. You're right. I wouldn't take Bell, though, that early because just for the fact that there's a lot more solid of uh, commodities over there. Well, Le'Veon Bell, if you know where he's at and the system is right, it's probably better than all of these cats. Though. Probably, but you, you're taking a risk of, you know, the, the unknown future. Exactly, and that's point. why. And the, uh, the risk of that unknown, Jim, is what, uh, what, what, leaves me to, uh, what keeps me to leave Le'Veon Bell on the board it would have had to have been when I came back in the second, and I don't think it was going to last that one. Oh, uh, with pick number eight, uh, we get our first wide receiver off the board, Jim, and it's not Devontae Adams, it's DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I got it. There's nothing I can say with D-Hop, you know? Yeah. Uh, again, like the running backs, there's several wide receivers that fit right in that mold, so it really comes down to which one you like and more, which offense yeah, you like. More or less your preference. Uh, the next running back, pick number nine is James Conner. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, that's a little early for me. I, I, there's better players still on the board, I think. Jim, would you More proven players? Would, 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 are you on board with that nine too early for Connor? No, I don't think it's too early. Look, this is a guy that was putting up monster numbers. Maybe he hit a wall at the end of the season, got injured, slowed down, whatever the, the reason is. But look, look at that massive number of games where he was just you know putting up top numbers uh, each and every week. It wasn't you know even close. So uh, in that offense, we've come to see that. Whoever is the starting running back is going to put up good numbers. I don't have a problem with that. All right. All the right. next player off the board was Cleveland Brown running back Nick Chubb. Ventra Chubb goes at early. 110. Now that's early because there's still um, – well, you said Melvin Gordon was taken? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you still got Devontae Adams. You still got – to me, I don't know why Antonio Brown's falling so much, it seems like, in these drafts. I'm not okay. worried about him. He's going to play. You know what I mean? Right. And he's going to produce like a number one receiver. Well, it depends on where he goes, just like Bell. If he stays in Pittsburgh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If he goes somewhere else, you don't know. Let's say he goes, I don't know, just full out 
What if he goes to Jacksonville? I don't think that's happening. You don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with him on the Jets. Dono will feed him. Yeah, we don't know what Don Adam Gase, we don't know what Adam Gates going to do. <laughs> and you thought he couldn't deal with the people in Pittsburgh. He definitely not going to be able to deal with Adam Gates crazy. He's going to look at those eyes and they'll be, be like, I'm oh. out of here. <laughs> oh. I'm not worried about Antonio. There's a devil in them eyes. Uh, he's one of the best receivers I've ever seen. I'm not worried really where, wherever he goes. I think he's going to go somewhere that's at least competitive. Um, I don't know. I know Antonio, Atlanta could use a true number one wide receiver. I would take Julio over Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb has that one flaw <laughs> to be a first-round pick. is You, you want to ca- see a running back that catches at least 55, 60 passes. To be a first-rounder? As a running back. I don't think you need to catch that many passes to be a first-rounder. All these guys catch passes. Yeah, but this was Zeke's first year catching passes like that. And he's going to be a first rounder regardless. Well, he also gets, you know, 320 touches. That's Most running too. backs don't get that. That is true, too. Um, so Chubb worries me a little bit. I like him more in the second round, but I guess that's not going to happen. People are way too high on him. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's all right. Uh, pick number 11, uh, Jim. Not getting a discount, Jim. At least not with this bunch. Pick number 11, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm, I don't think wow. we'll get much of a dis- discount with him again. Who did that? Yeah, he's oh, going to high. It heavy. was Jules. Who's was Jules? it Jules? Jules. <laughs> she, she nailed uh, one of the pools last night. The, the one I do where, she, well, that she does that I was in where you know, pay for every score. Well, there wasn't many scores at all. So she ended up having the final number. I think she ended up winning 700 bucks out of it. Nice, nice. job. Shout out to Jules. Yeah, shout out to Jules. I like Jules. I know that's, that's off the beaten path, but I like people that do that. All right, there you go right there. So remember I told you, I had a guy that I was locked in at on the back end of the second, right? Mm-hmm. I said, 100%, I'm going to take him. A partner told me that's too early. Well, at pick 112. I can't think of this guy. Pick first round, 112. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. That's who it was? Yep. You're all on board with him. I'm, I'm in. You took him in the mock, too. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. First round, though. Interesting. That's early. That is early. Glenn Lowy, who know what he's doing. Yeah. One of the yeah, best in the business. <laughs> he's won some big prizes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he knows what's going on. Yeah, I mean. Can you do it in, in round one? I don't know if I could pull the trigger on him in round one. Six points for touchdown pass league. Even still, I play a six point for touchdown home. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Ah. Who the back end of the first round is tough. Yeah. Jim, is he a first round in a six point pass touchdown league? He's going to be to a lot of people. He won't be to me. Look, I love the kid, but yeah. I, I'm not spending a first rounder on a quarterback. You know, it depends- I don't want to do it in the first. I would do it in the second. I might Maybe. very well think about it in the second, just like I used to love grabbing Gronk in the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I look, I, again, everybody's saying, oh, you know, he's going to regress back to the mean. And, you know, I, 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 every time somebody says that, I cringe because, look, even with that. a 20% <laughs> regression, we're looking at 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. That's a 20% yeah. regression. He's not going to hit a 20% right. regression. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I think- so, you know, you're looking between 40 and 50 touchdowns again, 4,000 and 5,000 yards, in my opinion. So he's absolutely going to put up monster numbers. And in that offense with that coach, whether that coach can win the big game or not, in fantasy, he gets it done. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you could – if you wanted to, you could say regression to the mean, you know, and point out maybe a bad year he had. Dude never had a bad year because 
He's only been in the league for one year, and in college, he was unbelievable too. So what regression to the mean? This might be the guy. You know what I mean? This could be what he is. He just might be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL for years to come. I mean, I don't think I, I would worry about that at all. I think he's like a special player. And, and until he proves otherwise, I would ride that. All right, there you go right there. Pat Mahomes comes off the board at pick one, uh, pick 12 of the first round. Pick 13, Michael Thomas. Pick 14, Devontae Adams. Uh, Venture Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams close out round number one of the NFFC trendsetters draft. You look at Thomas, you look at Adams, I have no problem with either of these two picks right here. Yeah, no problem with it. Listen, receivers, the top like seven, eight are pretty stacked and pretty solid. So you, you really can't go wrong. So the first three receivers were Hop. D Hop, Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas, Devontae Adams. Yeah. I'm just surprised about the Antonio Brown droppage. So heavy. It's going to be interesting so to see heavy. where he lands up. We only got two more picks made in this draft, Jim. We see our first tight end go off the board in Travis Kelsey. And then the player that drafted, uh, the drafter that took Michael Thomas, came right back and took Tyreek Hill. I love this start right here. That's, That's yeah. roster construction right there. You have a what could be a boomer bust Tyreek Hill paired up with an every week consistent Michael Thomas. When we come back on the other side, I want to get Jim's take on the first 16 picks of this draft. When we come back, telephone lines open 844-843-6879. Also got some more things from over the weekend I want to touch on. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. In this league, Bumble is going to have a. Uh, Isn't ad. Bumble like a dating app? Yeah, it is. It oh. doesn't say how long it's going to be. Who's in that one? <clears throat> Serena Williams. Oh. Oh, Bumble's the one where the chick has to pick the guy. Like, you can't send anything to them until we, she picks you. You and, and I should says, do Bumble. That would be embarrassing. Isn't it that says like hotter? Balls in her court. <laughs> Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Corey, do you actually know football, bro? I told you golf was a bus driver five months ago. Your only take is Jared Goff, Jared Goff, Jared Goff. I said Sean McVay. Do you McVay, have anything else? Sean McVay was. Do you have anything else? Sean McVay. Do you have anything else? Sean McVay was out, coach. You're right. Yeah, I'm right. I'm Corey Parson. I'm right. I'm Goff. the one that sat here and was ridiculed for my Jared Goff take. He made Corey. Months. He made it to the Super Bowl, bro. If he was a loser, yeah. your sorry team would have beat him. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Yeah, 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 Fancy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. If you want to hop in, telephone lines open 844-843-6879. I 
Uh, Jim Day, what's the update on our draft? When will we get that started? And do you know who the 12 participants will be? Uh, I don't know who the 12 are. I just didn't have it in me this morning to no look. Doubt. I will do that tonight. I'll have that ready for you tomorrow. Uh, I'm pretty sure Logan F. Uh, tore it apart, though. I think he was the highest scorer in all four leagues. Nice. Uh, but that's about all I know at this point. Uh, and then the draft will resume as soon as I get the notice from MFL that they're ready for 2019. Uh, hopefully it should be in a few days. There you go right there. So we got that out the way right now. A little bit later on throughout the course of the week, we'll start to introduce you and get to know some of the skill position players that will be coming into the NFL via the draft. So we'll start to break that kind of stuff down because then we know where people get slotted and what their skill set is and what kind of teams they uh, – what, what they can do for fantasy owners depending on what team they end up on. Also mm-hmm. told you the day after the Super Bowl, we would start uh, a little one to two minute yep. fantasy baseball breakdown. <laughs> Go ahead, Vince. A quick one, yeah. So I'm not going to break down fantasy baseball, how to play it, you know, one-on-one stuff. I'm going to give you players. So this one, uh, randomly, my breakout first baseman of 2019, he's like currently consensusly ranked like in the 15 to 20 range first baseman. But I think he'll end up as a top 10 first baseman. That's Josh Bell of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, Jim Day, you know a little bit about fantasy baseball. So if you want to comment, go ahead on Josh Bell. You know anything about Josh Bell, Jim Day? This is your, this is your time to talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah, Josh I don't have to talk by myself. If, you know, Jim Day uh, is going to be a fantasy I'll let you, Chris. I'm, my, my head is definitely not in baseball okay. at the minute, so All go right. for it. No problem. So Josh Bell, 26 years old, switch hitting. He was a, he was a pretty high prospect, pretty top prospect. Uh, this is what well, Last year was his second year, right? And he had a bit of a regression in power. So people are, are off him a little bit right now, right? Still only 26 years old, but in the minors, guy hit over 300 pretty much every year, all right? And walks a ton. 77 walks last year from 66 his rookie year in 50 less at-bats. Also had um, 31 doubles as opposed to 26 in his rookie year in 50 less at-bats. The one thing that went down, he had 26 homers and 90 RBIs his rookie year. Last year, only had 12 homers, sophomore slump, whatever you want to call it. But I'm telling you, Josh Bell will be a breakout candidate and be a top eight fantasy baseball first baseman. What were you going to say? Can I bring in uh, Mr. Frank Stanfield to rebut that? You can have Frank Stanfield. say that. Sussman's with me. I don't think Stanfield's with me, though. He says that Bell doesn't hit enough fly balls to be a home run hitter. Okay. He's a line drive hitter, which is true. But this is a kid developing still. And... A lot of green flags here. The walks, great play discipline. Okay. 77 walks for a second-year player is pretty high. He had 261, but this is a guy that was 300 career head in the minors. So his average is going to go up. And the power is going to be there. He had 26 homers as a rookie. All right, Frankie, wait, wait, Frank, wait, wait, Frank, you want to rebut that? Is Frank around? I don't know. He might be. Or not. <laughs> All right, Frank, he agrees. What else would he be? <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody on the fourth floor have a voice? Anybody? Chief of staff? Anybody? <laughs> Nobody's me, there? Leave me here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, I know, right? Oh, here we go. Sussman. Yes. Oh, Frankie, baby, to rebut this? Frankie, uh, uh, Frankie stepped out for a few moments. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm with, uh, listen, I don't know if he's the top eight. I, won't, I don't want to go that far. But that just sold me on Josh Bell just now and, and this morning when we were talking. Like, he was really impressive last year. And if he just bounces back in the homer department, has a better home run to fly ball ratio. Oh, that's too many stats. I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was Did I give that a lot of stats? Was that too much? No, Baseball was a lot of stats. It's, I, there's no I way around. I just wanted, no I just wanted the healthy discourse right there. Mm-hmm. So, Josh Bell, that is our Josh baseball Bell. spotlight for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, we got that done. We got that done. We got that done. Bang, 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 bang. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Jim, the first 16 of this draft. Anything jump out at you? Outside of Mahomes, uh, you know, not really. It's pretty standardized. Uh, and again, it just comes down to preference. Everybody's going to have their preference who they want. And, uh, you know, again, if, if Glenn is touting Mahomes in the first, it's something to keep in mind, folks. Uh, again, this is, is this guy is no joke. He's a big time player has won some of the biggest uh, leagues. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back years. Multiple yeah, back-to-back back years. It's, like uh, it's not even fair, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when you look at the top numbers of some of the biggest games that we play in, top names, his name is always up there. So, so there you go right there. Now, let's get back to it now. Partner said, okay, so now that Mahomes is gone, I already got Christian McCaffrey, so I feel good about my RB1, right? Now, when I come back on the, on, on the back end, should I, what should I be thinking? Should I be going another running back? If Zach Ertz is there, I wouldn't mind taking Zach Ertz. You guys think Zach Ertz in the second is too high? For me, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I did it for years with Gronk, but that was Gronk. I, for some reason, I just can't seem to do that with these other tight ends. I mean, we did that little mock draft and I took Kittle in the third just to see how it would work and really didn't like where I went with uh, my wide receivers after that, after starting two running backs and then going with Kittle. Uh, maybe if I tried that again, I would go, you know, running back wide receiver, then him and see where the team goes from there. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to hold off on the tight ends and try and grab one of the ones a little later, like OJ Howard or uh, or Ingram or you know guys like that that I, I think have that kind of upside maybe click next year. Running back wise, I uh, consider in the second round. I consider Joe Mixon. I consider David Johnson. Nick Chubb. Well, oh no, you Nick Chubb Chubb's gone. gone. Yeah, yeah. I would consider Joe Mixon. I would consider David Johnson. Mm-hmm. I would consider well, fourteen team league. I don't know Darius Geis. I don't know. Oh, you're really. taking a real big yeah. shot at Darius Geis. Yeah. In the- yeah, I, I mean, I get it. You're going to have to, whoever takes him is going to have to take a chance on him. Uh, but that, man. Second is a little early to take that big of a risk. Or should I use one of my rookie keeper slots? Where I can be like, give me a rookie right here. A rookie keeper? Where I can just be like, okay, I don't, have, I don't like none of these guys on the board. Mm-hmm. Let me get a rookie. Um, don't you don't know have who that to specify be. which one it is? No, you don't have to specify which rookie it's going to be. Oh, okay. Um, in the second round, though, I don't, I don't think there's really anybody. <laughs> I guarantee you there'll be a rookie running back next year that, 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 that gets will, close to that. Yeah, that I, gets I close agree. To that value. But trying to pick that exact one, even after you but know you where they go, it, but you don't have to tough. pick it now, though, Jim. That's the thing. No, no, I, okay. I get you, Corey. I got you. It, it's basically pump, like punting the pick for now and – Hopefully you get a better ch- shot right. at something later. Exactly. Like my, my pick will be like rookie all B one or rookie one would be my pick. And I have the and I and I'll be able to draft the first rookie. Right, right, right. Well, Damian Harris was a guy we saw picked in the second round as a rookie by somebody in Davis Maddock in a, a mock draft. So that's a guy that you can consider. There's not really a ton of rookie about, talent. I don't know enough about yeah. him. I'm not gonna say not a ton of rookie talent because there's gonna be plenty of college players. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players, but one thing I will say this back of the second round is going to be a lot of wide receivers. You're going to have Antonio Brown somewhere in the second round. That's crazy. You're going to have Julio Jones in this second round. You're going to have Mike Evans in this second round. You're going to have Adam Thielen and likely in this second mm-hmm. round. The good chance you'll see Juju in the second round. T.Y. Hilton could be in the second round as well as receivers. Keenan Allen. Odell Beckham could be in the second round. 
The second round is going to be stacked with wide receivers. Yeah. All these running backs that are pushed all the way up to the even the damn Nick Chubb is going to put veteran wide receivers who've gotten it done year, year after year, year after year into the second round of Which is a draft. shame. Yeah, but see, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I just don't think there's any way I could take Julio in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Right? You should be, a, you know, 1-1, one, one, basically. No, you should I be mean, if I was going to take Julio in the second, I'd probably have to take Jimmy G in the third. Graham? So this is what I'm saying, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> Graham. And so, and it, and it looks like, don't get me wrong, we still got a, we, we got a lot of, we got a lot of, we got a lot of track ahead of us before we start drafting hot. But it looks like we're going to see 12 team leagues where everybody comes out of round, the first two rounds, with one running back and one wide receiver. Is that the right way to go? Not necessarily. You could go, like, like how you, that guy who had 12th pick, he went wide receiver, wide receiver, Michael Thomas, Terry Kill, that's, not wrong with that. So when, it's, when, it, when, it's, when it's time for him to get a running back. Yeah, is, is it is, wrong that I'm a little worried about uh, Michael Thomas next year? I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, I think well, it's just because what we saw this offense do down the stretch where Breeze wasn't throwing as much. Uh, they, they were running the ball more. The defense was playing a bigger part in, in their game plan. And they just weren't. I mean, Breeze wasn't lighting it up at the end of the season, just like we saw in 2017. Where the defense and the running backs controlled most of the offense, I, I, I just man, I, I'm just a little hesitant with Michael Thomas, and I'm just a little worried. Yeah, I, I could see it, but like you know, basically for the most part, his whole career has been pretty solid, you know, pretty steady, and and he's been getting it done as a wide receiver one almost the, his entire career, right? Yeah, I, mean, I haven't like seen I said, anything I'm worse. Just, I'm just a little concerned. That's all. I don't yeah, know. I'll no. probably talk myself. But you know, out. what I will say is if you do have a top five pick and you get one of those big five running backs, I think that is basically the spot you want to be in because now you're guaranteed to get pretty much a wide receiver one, in my opinion, in the second round because you named all those wide receivers. They're all wide receiver ones to me. Thielen, Hilton, uh, Mike, e well, maybe Mike Evans borderline, but like, Odell, Julio, Antonio, these are wide receiver ones going in the late second. And everybody's team is going to be built Similar. Yeah. With the big running back and then the big wide receiver. Yeah. That's what it looks like it's going to start out as. Yeah. Because people are putting pushing up also That's those two tight ends up the board. a cat like Ertz. Right? It's different. It's different. And you can find wide receivers. Now, right. you're not going to be able to find Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm So, I look at it. I take it. I look at it that way. Jim, is Damian, what's son name? That, that Williams. Kid? Williams. Is Damian Williams a second rounder? He is for me. I agree. That's a player that I would. No. That, I, that's a player that I wouldn't mind putting on this team. A, the running back attached to the Kansas City Chiefs offense is going to have value. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid running uh, back is going to have value in the passing game and running the football. Are you not worried that maybe next season he's splitting carries with somebody? With though? Who? Spencer Ware? Shaw Kendrick West? I don't Larry know. Johnson? I, I'm not. Not after what he did to end the season. I know he played. This great. team knows what they got. Um, he, he does does it all. He does exactly what they need him to do. Right. Yeah, he looked I, I good. I don't see any reason. Look, they'll they'll bring somebody in to back him up, but I'm not worried about him losing a lot of touches to that somebody. Just my thing is that I wouldn't take Williams over more proven guys, just for the simple fact that Williams is the first time in his career, and he's been around for a little while now, that he's been a starting running back and actually produced. On Miami, well, so he didn't. Same thing with Chubb. <laughs> uh, no, I know, but Chubb's a rookie. Damian Williams has been around you, for a while. It's the first time. I understand. What I'm saying is that I wouldn't just like go all in, all in on Damian Williams just yet. Why not? There's other proven running backs still on the board. No, in the second round. Huh? Well, I would take David Johnson, and I would David take David Johnson Nixon over. Yeah. No, 
Okay, you Mixon, take David I would Johnson. take those two guys over him, but once you get past those two guys, he's probably the next one looking for me. I have to see a list because I don't have a list in front of me, but I'm sure there's other guys that we could think of that are. Not really. Who are you going to take, Fournette? <laughs> no, I don't like him. Yeah, no, Jim is right. It's it's kind of you you're you can't take Kareem Hunt, Mixon, and David Johnson. Don't be going going. Who you going to take, James White? No, I mean that's on um, PPR and a PPR. James White in the second round. That's a little take, early. That's yeah. too early. Phil Lindsay. Yeah, you'll take absolutely. Phil Lindsay. I will take Lindsay over Damian Williams. Absolutely. Okay. Derrick oh, Henry. No, I, I could just wow. Why? I could say that? Oh my Why? god! Why the Broncos' offense versus the Chiefs' offense? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Wow. What do you mean it don't Lindsay, matter? The Broncos oh. score eight points a game. The Chiefs score thirty-eight points a game. So what? Lindsey <laughs> produced just as good as anybody. He was a, a, a RB one. Well, I'm not going to complain. He did a great job. Yeah. He absolutely did. But if you compare his numbers per game to what Damian Williams did at the end of the season, it wasn't even close. Well. That's not a guarantee that he that Damian Williams is going to produce it's a full a season of that, that next Phillip year. It's not a guarantee that going to have another great season like this. But we do know he will be the starting running back, and we know he will get a lot of touches, especially in a Denver offense that isn't there's a high-flying offense like that. There's a very good chance there's going to be a timeshare in, in Denver uh, at running back next year. I hope not. That'd they be want mistake. that rookie involved. Royce Freeman. So Freeman. We may very well look at a one-two punch from those guys next year. I, uh, actually, Lindsey gets the early down work, probably gets the goal line work, but it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all if, you know, what's-his-name gets uh, all the passing down. You know, you know who else I'd take before uh, Damian Williams? Devonta Freeman. I'll take Devonta Freeman before Damian Williams. Knock yourself out. I will Enjoy knock it. myself out. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. Right out of the playoffs. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. You, yeah. you would hey, look, I'm not saying Damian Williams back. doesn't come without risk. Yeah. You know, look, hey, we've seen NFL teams do stupid things before, but, man, I, I just think that would be the stupidest to not let that kid run. They already gave him some money, too. showed him everything. <laughs> would you take Tariq Cohen over Damian Williams? Yes. I wouldn't. Yes. Jim? No, I wouldn't either. No. I don't no. trust Damian Williams yet. I'm sorry. I, listen, no, I, that's okay. We all have those players. No worries. Mm-hmm. I got Plenty see other more. players. That's why you don't have to pick them. Let somebody else grab them, and you can move on. Yeah. I mean, I would draft him in, like, the fourth round, late third. You're not going to have I'm him. I'm not going to buy him in the second. You're not going to have him. I don't know if the value's there. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to understand what you see, so I can uh, figure out and, and see it your way. But I, I get where you. Oh, I named from. a couple of guys that I like ahead of him. Yeah, no doubt you did. But there's a, there's a line that you have to draw where you have to take Damian Williams. You know, at some point, because mm-hmm. of the system he's in. So I need to figure. I need. To yeah, figure. he's definitely a system running back. You know, I how think those guys is. are. <laughs> Hey, Jim, you got something you want to get off your chest? <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> system running backs, Murray. Absolutely. Oh, okay. System QBs. Let me see how many teams you have. How many of your fantasy teams you have? Jerry Goff or your three hundred and forty-eight fantasy teams? Yeah. You do how this many golfs did you how have? How many Jerry Goffs you gonna have on your three hundred and forty-eight fantasy teams? You gonna do? How many did you have this year? How many golfs did, did you have? Oh, I golfs. I had. Uh, I think it was somewhere in the twenty-seven to twenty-eight range, somewhere around there that I had Jared Goff. In. That's like thirty-five percent. No, it was 170 something leagues. Oh. Oh, I thought you had like a hundred leagues or something. You told us at the beginning. No, no. Mo- I mean, most of them are best ball, but yeah, yeah. There was only twenty six. I had to run lineups in every week, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no. It was, it was. I think it was one hundred seventy three, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. That's not. We're a gonna big, hit three hundred this year. Good job. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I guess if they're mostly best ball, I guess you can manage that. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. You don't have to manage best ball. It's just a draft, which is what I love to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Him likes to draft. How many leagues do you are you in that you actually have to manage? 
I had 26 leagues this year that I had to manage. See, I don't know if I could do that. See, well, which is way 10. down because, you know, three, four years ago, I was doing 65 leagues a year that I had to manage. Wow. Man. See, I had 10 this year, and I felt like that kind of hurt me. Really? Because I wasn't, like, on top of my A game on top of every league. Really? Yeah. Were you on top of your A game in any of your leagues? Yeah. No, because he was I playing mean, The biggest money ones. Like that. Yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. money ones. But, like, yeah, I was playing Fortnite. Um, no, I, it was just that, like, I went from, like, three leagues a year to ten. So it was a lot for me. That's a big jump. So yeah. I, I guess it kind of hurt me a little bit. All right, so there you go right there. We'll keep you up to date on what's going on in this draft. Like I said, throughout the course of this week, we'll keep, continue to look on uh, – We'll continue to look. Um, we'll look at some of the prospects that'll be coming into the league. So we can try to get together and figure out what the skill set of some of these guys is, and um, um, look at how the uh, the NFL draft will start to shake up. Combine coming up in a couple of weeks from now. Corey Parson, the fantasy exec. I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy you executive. About I can't be for Corey Parson because I'm that guy. <laughs> you could talk in the third person if you want. I've done it before. Fantasy Jim Day. I'm going to start doing that. Jim don't like that. I'm going to start doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Fantasy nah. Task Jim Day, for the close of Chris Venture, Fantasy Executive Ghoul Squad, we out. I'm for <laughs>